Welcome to the DJ Cross Talk Podcast with your host, DJ JP. All right, this is DJ JP with DJ Cross Talk, and uh, I'm here with the infamous Boogeyman. The That's me. DJ Boogie. So, first, we're going to make it real simple. Uh, just ask a couple questions. So, how did you, uh, how long you been DJing? Oh, my. Um, in, in February of this year, it will be 37 years. Wow, wow, wow. So, uh, so I, I started when I was like two, so I'm good. So you're a veteran in the game, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So how did you get your DJ name? Uh, well, the funny thing is, is I don't really go by the boogeyman or anything. People know that as the company name. So it's uh-huh. kind of, it just kind of stuck. I think my, of all people, I think my mom, <laughs> when I was like 13 or 14, she was the one that thought of it. She just thought that was cool. I guess she liked the song from Casey and the Sunshine Band. I'm your um, boogie man, your boogie yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, which I, I've been known to play a few times. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but I don't I don't like refer to myself as a DJ name or anything like that. So, so it's I'm just Boogie Man DJ Productions or Boogie yeah, Productions. Yeah, Boogie Man DJ Service. And it's uh um I've I have my name's Sean, so I just go I, everybody just knows me. So, that's just just uh I know it's not fancy or anything, but um I guess I kind of started before everybody figured they had to have a dj handle so i don't know it's well, boring i it's but but hey you know it's it's uh it's everybody knows who i am pretty much now as far as like my circle of of uh clients and people that that reach out to me so they know who they're talking to okay so what kind of equipment do you have uh you know cause um there's a thousand well, questions that people yeah have. i know oh well right now i'm talking to you on my brand new macbook pro 14 inch i just got um i try not to upgrade my computers too much because i'd like to hold on to them as much as i can but but i just couldn't uh i couldn't pass it up but I, I was really running out of room more than anything with my old macbook pro so um that that's my that's my workhorse so i um i've liked it so far this brand brand new like the one that just came out in october um i keep it simple i mean i i know i've watched a lot of djs and i see a lot of and i obviously concentrate on the mobile side of everything Mm -hmm. um weddings mostly that kind of thing and so all of my equipment and i laugh and i tell people as i got older um, I keep my, I have to lighten my load every year <laughs> because, don't, don't don't yeah, cause I, yeah. And I think a lot of people have gotten wise to that, but I mean, if you've been doing this as long as I have, I mean, big wooden speakers and 60 pound amplifiers and all those things, you know, and then your crates and all that. Yeah. That was, that got old real quick. <clears throat> I wouldn't say that I was a, a pioneer by any stretch but i was an early early adopter of digital technology um and it came by on accident because i was laid up with uh having knee surgery so i was out of out of uh, commission for a while and so looked over at that bin of cds i have and i just started burning everything to a computer and this was around 2006 i guess Uh and as far as i knew and i did a lot of research i could not find um, I'm sure Serato Scratch was still was already a thing, but I couldn't really find anything that really suited me because I didn't want to carry turntables and all that. Um, so I found this little program, uh, I think back in the day, it, it emulated Denon dual, uh-huh. uh, dual CD players. Yeah. yeah, I think it was called like DJ 1800 or something like that. And I used it forever and ever until all of a sudden uh, the OS, uh, the Mac OS wouldn't support it anymore. And so then that's when I was like, okay, now I've got to go find a controller. Now I've got to actually get real equipment, you know? And so I, I've i gone through, um, I guess, what people would consider the starter um, controllers. Yeah. Uh, cur- currently have an SB3. I actually have two SB3s, the Pioneer. Uh-huh. And I've always looked at them and kind of drooled over the new ones and everything, especially the new one that just came out with the um, the... The new spinning platters, or, yeah. or they, I don't know what the capacitive platters or whatever they're calling it is something different. The Rev, the Rev Seven, the Rev, Rev Seven, yes, yes, of course. Yes. And you look at it, and you're like, mm, two things. One, it's really expensive, and I don't know how. I, I personally would be scared to death to take something out on the road and drop it, or 
it you know feel like i have to use you know be very delicate with it so no I tend, no, no no yeah no, so no. so i tend i tend to use the cheaper and lower end stuff because if it breaks i'm not going to sweat it because i have another one um so i have my keep my system pretty small i've got one of those i have uh was a pro x um direct i have a case uh, for uh -huh. that and have and a matching stand so i don't use a table or anything everything's modular so just come in set up real quick um my speaker setup is the alto pro audio so i have the subs and i have the tops and um they've served me pretty well i don't do any um i would say probably the largest gig i've done of course we're talking pre-pandemic um yeah. that i had to use my own system might have been around 200 um so i i never really have that issue so, where so you do mostly smaller weddings smaller. yeah yeah i don't i haven't had that issue where i've had to like reach out to somebody uh that i needed to get you know reinforcements or something like that um i'll do that i do have uh contacts where if i had to do that i could but but usually if i'm doing something that big then sounds usually always provided for me so um i don't have to worry about then I don't have to worry about taking any of my stuff. Just grab my laptop and go. So, okay, so you have some professional DJ equipment. So as mm -hmm. far as your DJ skills, where would you consider yourself to be? Are you uh, just a transition mm -hmm. kind of guy, a mixer, or you just just? I am I am all over the place. As you can imagine, doing this as long as I have, um, I've been in every scenario you can think of. I've worked. I uh, worked in radio for a really brief stint. I worked in uh, uh, in country clubs for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, I mean, I do have a pretty good knowledge of country, but I mean, doing weddings and doing pool parties and doing Christmas parties and all these things that you do over the course of 37 years, you're going to do a little bit of everything. And so you pick up a lot of different kinds of music. I mean, I do, I've done a lot of quinceaneras. I've done a lot of um, um, like Latino weddings, and I mm -hmm. don't even speak Spanish. So, uh, no but you learn. Español, huh? okay. Yeah, no, uh, no habla español. But I, um, but I somehow have learned the music pretty well. So, <laughs> which is yeah, we all good. have. You have to be yeah. very diverse today. Versatile. You, you can't yeah. be one dimensional. But as so, far as Oh, I'm, I was just. No, go gonna, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, as far as my, the way that I approach it, I mean, I, I'm just a big read the crowd type of a person, and that's with any. I don't go in. I really don't have any like go to sets or anything like that. Um, so I guess if you want to call it a freestyle mix, I do keep the mix going. I like doing the beat mixing and everything, um, depending on the situation. But um, yeah, but um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I kind of do that on purpose. Uh, I just never really have a plan per se, except for like the music that if obviously like per se, if a bride and groom provided you music that, you know, here's the songs that we want. And then I tell them, you know, hey, just don't give me too much. Uh, I can fill in the rest. And I and I just kind of feel it out and see how it goes. And, and usually it turns out pretty well. So, um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't like have a, you know where you hear about these so-called freestyle rappers that don't aren't really freestyle that they have a set rap you know that they do and I, and I don't have any like juggling beat sets or anything that i put up on youtube i just that's just not me uh, i think those people are awesome that do that but um it makes me jealous i wish i was uh, a little bit more um skilled in that and i probably could have been if i paid more attention but you know i've got i'm too busy trying to trying to sell and I'm a one-man show so I'm I don't uh I don't have a sales person or anything like that so I and I also have a full-time job uh working yeah. for the military um so so I uh so, so yeah, you work I, for the military yes I do yes I do work, work for, for them I'm not in the military work for them very different <laughs> oh, okay so what is your marketing strategy uh what is your um you know, it's been all over the place, as you can imagine, and I'm gonna keep going back to that. You know, as long as I've done it, um, I know kids. Hey, kids out there, there used to be this thing called the uh, yellow pages, the book. You uh -huh. know, and um, I think when I first started, that seemed like a pretty, pretty uh, like everybody else did. Hey, put your ad in the phone book. You know, and I found out really quick that those didn't really work that well. 
Um, so after about you know three or four years of spending way more money than you you think you should, um, I started um, when I was younger. Uh, when I say younger, in my early teens to probably early twenties. Um, the bulk of what I did was probably a lot of teen clubs, a lot of um, birthday parties, a lot of school dances, a lot of that kind of stuff. And so doing the school dance thing, it was really easy because I would um, I would just uh, use, you know, like a spreadsheet and pull addresses from all the schools and I would send them flyers <laughs> and stuff like that and, or postcards. I'd have postcards printed up and I'd actually have, you know, um, to attention to the PTA president of that school and they put it in their inbox and invariably I'd get a phone call, you know? Yeah. And so I actually stayed really busy back then um, doing nothing but schools. And I don't so, know. So today, yeah. so today, what is your marketing strategy? What are you going after today? Who are you shooting? Fa for Facebook is my, is my probably like a lot of people's primarily um, what I use aside from word of mouth. In fact, um, about 10 minutes before uh, we started this, I was actually talking to a bride who uh, I had DJed her sister's wedding like two years ago. And so that, that more than anything is probably just by sheer time of being doing this. Um, I have a lot of, well, it's funny to say in the wedding business, you have repeat business because you know that <laughs> I don't think I've ever done anybody's second or third wedding. But um, uh, it's not repeating. It's, it's referrals, yeah. you know. Yeah, referrals from the same family. Alley tells like you that Jim yeah. tells somebody else, and, and that's how a lot of us make our hay anyway. Is uh, yeah. off of referrals. Word of mouth. Yeah. Word so, of mouth. So let's let's get to the heart of it. So, what is it uh, that make what it, I've heard, and I want to hear it from you. So why are you at the price that you're at? Um. Well, I yeah. So. I mean, we don't have to talk about that. There's there's people at the very, very low end, and they're usually beginners, and that's fine. Uh, and then there's people that are, you know, that you look at, and I, I, I don't disparage anybody who's successful at if they can make, you know, if they can make it charging four to gosh knows. I've heard of some DJs, depending on what their budget or what how big of a crowd it is. That it gets up into the mid to high four figures, you know, and I'm, and and there, what I what I say to everyone is, there's room for everyone. I mean, you never can say what a budget to somebody is because for one person, whatever, whether it's a wedding or whether it's a corporate event, their version of what a budget is could be very different from someone else's, and so um, I tend to cater to a little bit of the, I would say the budget conscious or people that um, they're not really into the, all the frills. They're more, but they're more interested, you know, in, in things like their venue. Like, I can't believe how much some of these venues charge, man. That's a whole other conversation, but. Well, can I um, ask you a question since you sure. said that? I'll say, so you go to a venue and it's 10, $15,000, but you charge what you charge. How do you feel about that? Do you not feel like they value your service? Because without a good DJ, the sure. party is whack. So do you yeah. not feel like you should charge more if you're going to um, the Hamptons, to somewhere really nice, like, uh, you know, a really nice venue? Do you not feel yeah. like you should charge more based on what the venues are? Um, it depends. Um, I, I don't really, I used to feel that way, like, um, I guess early on, like, man, I'm not charging enough. or. Uh, or that I'm not, uh, I'm not being a, uh, you know, I look around and I'm like, wow, they spent all this money on this venue and all this food. And I know that I'm probably, you know, unless they've got like a cousin taking pictures or something like that, I might be, you know, that they spent the, maybe not the least, but pretty close to it. But I, I tell brides, you know, really, because I mean, most of the people that I talk to that I, um, I mean, I, um, and I officiate, uh, I guess, what do you want to call a, a admin for one of the largest uh, wedding vendor groups in DFW on Facebook. And so we we tell people there's room for budgets of all kinds, you know. Um, but, and so, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. But, 
But uh, there's room. You're right. There's room for every. But let me ask you a question. Now, I'm, sure. I don't know you. Yeah, I've never attacked you. But why do you like attack or put out there that there's no reason for somebody to pay all that money for a DJ? Well, that's just me. I mean, I, I, I tell people that, I mean, and that's just from my perspective. I mean, I, I would never take away from somebody and I'm not going to make a decision for somebody as far as I know, but you don't want them to, I mean, just, you know, other DJs coming at you for being too low. So why would you go at the higher price, the upper, the higher price DJs for what they charge? Why not just offer your service for what it is instead of, I do. No, but I'm saying I've seen things where you say, hey, you don't have to pay this much. You can get me. Sure. So, But why do you do that? Um, well, it's just because, I mean, like I said, I mean, part of it is, and I, I would never name somebody or anything like that, or I surely, surely wouldn't point to any one particular post, but, mm-hmm. um, but uh, the inference that if you don't have this or you don't have such and such or you're not this, or the or or other DJs that put out a whole checklist um, to represent all DJs out there, especially ones that have, have been doing it as long as I have, to say, well, if if they aren't doing this or they're not doing this, then then they're not a professional, or if they're not this, you know. And I'm like, well, I don't know what they do. I don't know anything about those people. All I know is what I do and what I'm capable of and what I provide and and the the i guess my when i say that as far as you know you don't have to spend that much i'm just saying hey you can you can if you want but i'm here and this is what i do and this is how much i charge and and it's it's an option um i'm not going to say that mine i mean i don't do all the you know the the different wow, bells and whistles yeah. and all that stuff. But that's, to me, that's yeah. not being a DJ, that's fluff. Yeah. And that has become part of the industry where we mm-hmm. all try to make an extra penny. We're going to be there. We're going to try to make a little bit more money. Yeah, and if, um, and if they want if they want those options, I mean, there's there's places they can go. And if so, they, yeah. Yeah. So do you consider yourself a professional DJ? Or what oh, do you consider yeah. to be a professional? <laughs> what do you consider to be a professional DJ? So, someone who... Um, well, I mean, the definition of a professional of anything is somebody who gets paid for what they do, and I, and and whether that's you know, um, if you're if you're like let's say you're a graphic designer, because that's also what I've been. I've been a graphic designer for over 25 years, and whether you make 10 bucks an hour or you're making 120 thousand dollars an hour, um, you're still a professional. You know, you still it just depends on what you're willing to to sell your services for. And, and I guess part of that lends to the fact that I do have a full-time job. Um, yeah. I've been I mean, a lot yeah. of people do, and yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of the other people do that are out there. So, are you insured? I'm I'm gonna be a little yes. nosy. Yes, no, uh, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm fully insured. I, I have all, I carry all the same uh, requisitions, you know, and all the stuff that uh, most venues uh, require. Um, Me uh, so. Yeah, so which I find is weird lately that um, most venues don't ask for that stuff lately. No, um, a lot of them, but you'll find some that'll catch you when you think it's not, and it's yeah. right up to the day, or they're two weeks before, a week before. And if you're not insured, then you got to jump through hoops to get to what you True. need. True. That's why. That's why I keep a. I keep my uh, account is just uh, it renews every year, so I don't have to think about it. So I've been I've been insured for a long time. Um, I found a company that that specializes in insuring DJs, and um, that I got to know them pretty well. And I, I like their, you know, their rates. And thank goodness I've never had to use it. You know, that, that's the whole point of insurance. You buy it, so you never hope you hope you never have to use it. But um, but uh, yeah, it's there if they ever have to. Knock on wood. I hope I never have to. But I've, I've never had an issue. Now I say that I've never had an issue where. Uh, where I've had to, you know, where there was any sort of liability issue with me. Um, but I mean, we've all had stories of, of somebody knocking over your equipment or, or, or knocking you over. Or I mean, I've, every story you can imagine I've seen, um, you know, the, the, the classic drunk uncle that takes one step too far back and hits, hits the floor, you know, and knocks you with it. And that is uh, early on that's happened. And so I think that was one of those 
this lessons that I'm going to get me something a little more sturdy <laughs> to make sure that I don't have to worry about this or be in a more, more safe zone that I don't have to worry about somebody bumping into me. And those, I mean, those are all things that come with experience, you know? So but, do, do you set a number that you want to do a year or do you just take as many as you can? Oh man. Um, well, like I said, all that is predicated on my full-time job. I laugh until people have two full-time jobs because um, I do some years uh, where we're not talking pand you know, pandemic years. Um, some years I actually have had to like literally block out a week or two weeks or, or my wife or my, my daughters, which have four. Um, they would say, Oh, you know, we're going to go on vacation or we're going to do this or something's happening or, Hey, we're getting, you know, graduation or this year I've got two daughters that are both getting married, um, uh, on like three weeks apart <laughs> towards the end of the year. And so, um, do I, it just depends. Like some, I just like everybody else, you get the burnout after a while. Um, you get the burnout sometimes. So it, unless that is your full time, like bread and butter, you got to keep the lights on job. I mean, just like anything else. And I would imagine if somebody was doing it like that, they probably really do get the burnout after a while, like a musician or anybody else that after, you know, they've been on the grind for a long time. They, they, they're just like, man, I got to do this again. You know, it's a, and, and I have got, I've had that feeling, you know, where you, where you're, you're literally driving to the gig and you're like, my gosh, uh, you know, I'm just dragging or yeah, yeah. yeah, you're, you're, but as soon as, as soon as you kick the electricity on and everybody shows up, it's like you're that rush of adrenaline and you, it's like, you know, somebody just gave you just enough juice to last just long enough for your, for that event and then they pull the plug on you right about the time you start to have to load everything yeah. you know so i take it you're in it for the love not for mm -hmm. the money not necessarily no um i i like uh and and i mean i don't i don't know i tell people a lot um i dj a lot for my church uh i dj a lot for some nonprofits. my my wife actually works for a nonprofit. um we've um she at one time she worked in downtown Fort Worth, um, mm -hmm. right there on what a lot of people call Homeless Row, right there in, on East Lancaster. Yes, and, I know um, exactly where that is. Yep, yep. There's cutting edge haunted house right over there. Yeah. Um, but but she worked for several years for several different charities over there, and so we would lend our services, um, whether it was just using letting them use our PA or playing music for events that they had out there, and all kinds of things, and. Um, so, I mean, we, we, uh, you know, I don't do, like you said, doing it for the love is more important to me than, than making, getting rich on it, you know, or, uh, or making a name for myself. Could I have early on when I was younger, if I had more drive, if I had more, uh, if I really stuck to it, you know, the whole 10,000 hour rule, if you get really good at something, I probably, I probably could have been a lot more successful at it than I, I mean, am now. It's but not that you're not successful because I, I, I do research on everybody. I've seen reviews. Brides recommend you all the time. So mm -hmm. it's not like you're out there doing a bad job because, I mean, some uh, some guys are charged enormous amounts. Uh, some of them, I feel like, uh, I've never heard you. I've never seen you. Mm -hmm. I think we all could use some improvement. Probably you can't. Oh, you probably would say, hey, well, Jeff, you know, he's not worth what he, you know, either way. Nah, what I'm never saying is, it's just, uh, it's just, you got to, so, but did you make a constant decision to stay where you're at financially instead of mm -hmm. coming up with the times? I mean, you know, we, we two years, I've probably been seeing stuff for you for about four or five years and it hasn't ever really come up. So did you make a conscious decision to stay? Let's mention the number at 350 or whatever yeah. it is, four hours. It, so is- Which is I, a promo price, by the way. So okay. yeah, that's- So it's, yeah, really, so that, it's really more than that. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, we we run promotions all the time, and um, those are attention like, getters. That's what you call them. exactly. Yeah, clickbait. And, so, and so well, not clickbait because I'll I will definitely honor the promo. So um, and there's not really any restrictions to them or anything like that. Um, it just depends whether it's a number of amount of ones that we'll offer at that rate, or so, if there's for a certain of time limit or something like that. So you, um, so you, your three fifty is four hours. 
Roundabout. Sometimes, yeah. The, but, the last, okay, so the last if I'm a bride, what does it end up being for? I want a five-hour wedding with uh, Sean Waldron. Okay. Well, it depends on, let's just assume the location is within, you know, uh, was it 60 miles or less? Yeah. Uh, what do you I mean, live? All, I live? I live in, uh, <laughs> I live in, uh, over here in, what just would give it me a called? city. South, just... Southeast Fort Worth. So let's pick okay. it that way. So let's just so pick a venue. If you know where Lake Arlington is, it, I, yeah. I see it from my Let's backyard. pick a, any venue in Fort Worth. Let's say the brick. Okay. So it's at the brick right there in yeah. Fort Worth, off 35. So five hours. So, I mean, I, I don't know why we all feel like it's top secret to say what we charge. Oh, I don't care. I'll tell, I'll tell everybody. Um, so, I mean, I don't know who sees this, and they'll probably get a bunch of bunch of thumbs downs or dislikes or whatever. It, it doesn't matter because it's your it, baby. It's yeah, it's my do. it's my thing. And so, and I tell people, I mean, I could give you the whole spiel of why I do these things, but... Well, that's what um, we're here for. That's what I want yeah. to know because I've so, heard, I heard something, but I just want you to give it to me. I want you okay. to tell me why you do it. Sure. So my, well, I'll just tell you, my, my basic rate is 500 for four hours. Okay. That's like, and so that's with a deposit and those kinds of things. But... Um, we give incentives to brides uh, that are especially the ones that are on tight budgets. Uh -huh. um, so if they, we give a lot of paid and full specials. So okay. um, assuming that they sign a contract and all that kind of thing, just like everybody else, um, that if they upon we we sit down and we talk with them and 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 we give them as much time as we need. We don't we don't we're not uh, you know we're not attorneys here. We don't give them <laughs> three thirty minutes uh, free consultations or anything. I, you know, if they want to talk for an hour or if they want to meet with me or whatever, that's fine. I'll do, I'll, I'll do it. However, lately, it seems like it's all online. Like the way yeah. we're doing right now. Zoom, a, zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah. There's a lot of meetings like that. So that's fine. And, but however brides or in grooms or, in, or my clients, whichever they are, um, however they're comfortable with meeting, that's how we'll, we'll usually do it. And so I tell them that's, that's the standard rate. Um, and and then uh you know we have incentives for obviously and it depends during the year sometimes it's more sometimes it's less obviously during like the holidays or black friday or something like that it might be something you know a little crazy that we just like you said to get just an, an attention grabber uh -huh. um not but we we we're not uh we're very transparent uh, i say we and all these people DJing is me. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. We're very, you're saying it like you got people working with you, but you're just saying yeah. as your company, uh, you're extremely transparent, which is yeah. very evident because everybody knows you, not because mm -hmm. you're a famous DJ at a club in mm -hmm. Vegas or whatever, but because of your ads. And uh, so uh, let me ask you this question, but really and truly, is there another reason? Because I heard a reason why you do. Oh, really? Okay. Um, Gosh, I don't know who you talk to now. I hope I'm telling well, the truth. Trust me, I, I have a DJ group. I, uh, after this interview, I'm going to invite you in if you want to come in. It's okay. called DJ Crosstalk, which you see in my background. The right logo. I have about okay. 100 DJs in the Metroplex. Uh, I do right. meetings and, uh, you know, mentorships and all kind of stuff. But sure. what it is, um, I heard one of the guys told me that you do it for ministry. as a. It's your way to give back. So exactly. is that true? Is that the that reason? Yeah. Okay. That is. So, um, I'm actually an ordained minister. Okay. Um, uh, and and I know a lot of people will joke that oh, you could do that online, you know, um, or whatever. But we take it really seriously. Um, we're working hard to become um, um, uh, part of our church as far as uh, you know, lay ministers or lay pastors or whatever people want to call it. Um, so I guess at our church, they call, they call them, uh, we, they just put, call them, um, uh, I guess, uh, positions of leadership, you know, that they are leadership team, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, we've been really extremely active in, in our church, um, in, in, it's actually a pretty big church in Irving. They have several satellite churches. And like I said, we've done a lot for them. Um, I, ultimately, and I and I've told people this before. Ultimately, my goal is um, that um, when we get to a point uh, that we've got set in our heads about what we do, um, whether it's um, we're big proponents of getting people out of debt and stuff like that. You know, that's yeah. a whole other thing. But um, and we feel like, and my wife and I, we're both from um, previous marriages. 
And so one of our ministries is all about uh, broken families or, you know, putting them back together, blended oh, families. So what and, is uh, that? So what but is we're, get, we're getting, we're getting to that. So, okay. um, but that's, that's also part of what we do is we, we donate our services to a lot, a lot of people um, to do that. Um, but we also want to make sure that, you know, cause the, the charities that we do, they're all Christian or religious based charities. So we, we really get our word out. We really tell people, Hey, um, that this is something that we, we do. Eventually we would like to just do it. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but when you talk about doing it for the love of it, that we eventually, we just want to get to the point where we donate our services um, to people for, for weddings or for other mm -hmm. stuff, for everything. Um, for it depends on what it's for and and you'd base it on need because I mean you would obviously get people that would say oh we really need a DJ for a wedding and you come around and you say like like you said a place that they've spent like 15 grand on you're like you don't need a DJ you can afford one just fine but um but people who are actually struggling you know, or people who or who have an extremely tight budget or people that were within our church family you know things like that so eventually like I said if if it got to the point where we actually were comfortable enough to where uh, in a position to where we could do that that's our goal is that we would get to a point where we just be you know this is we do this um, to uh, as I as I this is the way that my light shines uh, through the Lord and that's what I do so okay um, so I understand that so let me get to the other tough question so do you Question. feel that you are hurting the industry with what you're doing price -wise. i i don't um i as i have said before um i there there's room for everybody there there's every every scale imaginable of people out there that are, that have different this, this their, is true their, their idea of the perfect wedding you know and so they've got it in their head about what they want to spend i mean i you you'd think that of my four daughters that of all the times that I've talked to them about, hey, your dad is in this industry and I can really help you. And then you think that registered with them at all? I mean, my my I about my jaw just hit the floor when I saw my my oldest daughter bring uh, her uh, her final bill to her parents, you know, to say, hey, here's here we booked everything and this is how much it's going to cost. No, yeah, I'm, I'm like, sure I have you, three girls too. So yeah. like clearly you didn't listen to a thing I had to say, but that's fine. You know, it's her wedding. So um, so you don't think you're hurting the industry. You, you don't, don't think you should be at the mini, the medium or the average cost or anything like that. I, I'm I'm not the well, I say I'm not the least expensive. I'm not the most expensive. I don't know what the middle range is. I honestly I don't pay that much attention to to other what people charge. I just tell I just tell my prospective clients what I charge, and um, then I just say, hey, just go out and see what you see, and don't don't base your decision solely on price. That's what I tell them because if you do that, you're going to find somebody cheaper. And then you're going to be disappointed, you know, or. Well, hold uh, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. I'm with so you. how are you going to tell them that they're going to be disappointed with somebody cheaper than you? Because they, one of like, like what they'll do invariably, because I, I am a moderator of one of these groups. Because uh -huh. I, I, and I stay completely Switzerland when it comes to those conversations, as far as bright, I'll see brides post on there. You know, um, I just don't see the reason to have a dj does anybody out there have any experience of not hiring a dj and what was your what was their experience like and almost without fail you look through there and the people are like oh my gosh we i really wish we would have hired one um you know or some people will say well we just got a speaker and got a spotify playlist and we just did that and i'm just like mm. I, yeah. i've i've been to i mean you know i actually go to weddings that i don't work amazingly enough um you know like families and stuff mm -hmm. that uh, somehow they magically don't hire me um because they want me to be a part of it which is fine um, magically huh yeah yeah just like which is fine i will just you know uh, and and sometimes they've been really really small events to where they thought they didn't need one and i keep my mouth shut just kind of stand around and watch you know that kind of thing yeah but and, you have some bad brides that'll go and say oh it was great we we were wonderful without a dj we used to do spotify or apple mm -hmm. music or something like that or ipod you know ipod and i'm like 
how can the yeah. iPad or iPod change the the mood of the, is it going to introduce you? I'll, so yeah. I mean, I, I I hear them say that, and I don't. I'm not going to argue with a bride that doesn't. Oh no, no. Yeah. And I put, and I I tell them whatever decision they make, especially if it's hey we've decided to go in another direction. Great, no problem. Good luck to you. I you know if you ever need me, give me a call. Um, but the but like the ones that make me turn my head a little sideways is when they say. Oh well, we uh, got our nephew. That you know, I don't. Yeah, know. I understand that too. But yeah. you professional DJ. Hmm? How do you, I mean? I know you. I know everybody has their set price and what they want to make. But I mean, I see what you're saying now. You're saying that they hire somebody who's their cousin or Jim that works at the bar that plays at the pool that hall, says, or something like that. Yeah, or they run sound for a band or something yeah. like that. Yeah, or that. I just want to do your wedding. I want to start being a DJ. So you know, yeah, exactly. You have a lot of we, we all we all have to get our start somewhere, you know. So so when those guys reach out to you and ask you or attack you, how do you usually handle it? Um, I usually. Well, I try to stay. I try to stay positive. I, I don't. Uh, I don't counterattack. Can I? Can I just, wait a minute, because you came at me like I was coming at you when I. Yeah, I was just like. Well, well, part of it was jokingly, but I was like, "Hey, as long as you're not going to slam me, I'm. I will totally talk to you." But, um, yeah. But no, I'm not. I'm not afraid of answering a question like you're. You know, ones like you're asking me. That's fine. Um, but uh. Uh, like we've been talking about about price, I, I figured maybe that would would be what we were gonna discuss. I mean, because I oh, I wanted to get to know you too and, sure. and know the person. It's not just about money. I mean, we all uh, like I say, we all have a reason for doing. If you and if you did anything just for the money, you'd get worn out on doing it. You know, I don't care what it was. I don't care how much and, you got paid. I have other DJs that I talk to, and I ask them. Well, one of them asked me a long time ago, "What is your what? How, what is your scale?" Is it 50-50 money, love? And gotcha. mine will always be, I love DJing more than I, I mean, yes, the money is great and it's great to get paid to do something you love, but mine is probably always going to be 70-30 but, or 60-40, somewhere in there. But I mean, you know, if, you, if you're doing it for the money, and a lot of people I know they are, by the way, you know, they are, they're good DJs or, you know, good business people. But if you don't love what you're doing, I'm sure it shows when you're out there in your performances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you might get, like you say, you get plugged in when you get there and you hype for a few minutes. But I'm sure some of your reactions, some stuff you do throughout the night shows a negative side of what you're doing. And uh, people can probably see you really just here just to do it for the money instead of doing it for the love. You True. seem like you're a guy that loves what you do. I do. I really do. I mean, obviously, I mean, if I've been doing it this long, I'd laugh and I tell people I've done this longer than anything else that I've done in my life. You know, whether it was having kids or um, <laughs> being in school or being married or anything. I mean, yeah. so if I've done it this long and I'm about to be 51 in February. So, um, yeah, so you can do the math. I literally have been doing this since I was 14. Um, I think my my first, if you want to call it official gig, I, like we all have done, we kind of fibbed on a application and worked at a roller rink or something like that, <laughs> you know. But um, it kind of it kind of started that way, you know. That had a, I was lucky enough to find a couple of people that I looked up to that took me under their wing when I was young, and so I, you know, and I would just kind of watch them and see what they did. And when I felt like, hey, I could do this. Um, I didn't have a license, so I had to get my parents to take me or, or whatever. But um, you know, I found a way to do it when I was young, and just like kids do, and if they're mowing lawns or whatever, you know. So I, that just happened to be the thing that I, you know, got hooked on. And so, um, but now, yeah, I just, I, I just do it mainly, like you said. Is the money nice? Yeah, I mean, especially uh, let's be all honest, you know. Got four daughters. When it comes Christmas time, especially when they were younger, I mean, that that would pay for your, you know, your nut for Christmas. You know, it would yeah. it would take care of it. So, um, you know, so during and then it got to the point where I think when I was really young, uh, when I was like in my twenties and stuff, I thought, or in my teens and twenties, I thought, ah, man, I'm getting thirty. I don't know if I want to do this when I'm thirty. I'm gonna have a family. I'm gonna have this and that. And then 30 rolls around and you're like, well, I got a family. Um, 40 doesn't sound too bad when 
<laughs> we just get down the road and 40 gets up here quicker than you know and then you're like I can't stop now. I got kids in high school and yeah. stuff like, you know, in or in middle school and they're about to graduate and all this. And so it just, your, I guess your chess piece moves as you get older as to when, you know, you're like, well, you know, and there's got, you have to have, I guess everybody in their head has got to have some sort of end game into whatever they do, you know, like an exit strategy. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know if I want to be well, DJing when I'm 65 years old. It needs to be our body or our mind that'll kick us yeah. out. So or, you, or, or it will be that nobody wants to hire you anymore. Yeah, That's what you. I always say. So the, day that, the day I stopped getting, uh, stopped getting people asking me to work, uh, I stopped getting, you know, requests, I guess, or stopped getting asked, then I guess I'll know it's time to bow out. Yeah. Yeah, we will then when people stop mm-hmm. asking for it. So let me ask you a couple other questions. So how do you sure. feel about waiting around or not? Do you do any of that kind of stuff? Advertise on those? No, nah. I don't, I don't, uh, for for the rates I charge, I, I, I have nothing against them. Uh, they're a really good tool. They've reached out to me a couple of times, and uh, but I don't really need them. Um, I honestly, I, I can't imagine me being any busier than I am right now. Um, um, the, I, I would drop dead if I, I mean, like I'm, so I'm looking at, and I know people that uh, if this is their bread and butter, they probably don't care. But I mean, I work a 45 hour a week job, you know, uh, as a graphic designer, um, I'm really busy, really busy. And, yeah. um, and it's demanding and, it, and it's, and working for the military, it's pretty rigid that, you know, you had, it's a uh, 07 you know, and then you're off at a certain time. It's, and, um, I never thought I'd, I would be working for a company like that, you know, with these rigid structured hours and everything. And then I have to somehow balance that. And and that's not the only job I've ever had. I mean, I've been a graphic designer forever. I've worked in the newspaper, I've worked in other companies and stuff. And so you have to weave in and out and make concessions and you can't always accommodate everyone. So, but, um, you know, everybody likes their weekends off. They like to have a day off and, and after, you know, like there, there'll be a stint like through maybe through the summertime. If I don't, if I don't put my foot down, I'll work, be working seven days a week nonstop. Yes, and we all do. And yeah, and so it's a. Uh, at some point, you gotta gotta put an X on the calendar and give you a breather. Take some know? time off. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I, I'm as busy as I want to be. Let's put it that way. That's good. So when somebody like when one of those guys or one of the DJs here locally reach out to you and say, hey. Why don't you raise your price? What? Why? How do you? What? What? What, do you, what is your thought on that? Um. Why does it bother them? That's usually the way I, I. I'm like, why? Why does it matter? To you? That's usually the biggest question I always have. What? What difference does it make? Uh, if I was doing something as a comeback, I think my question would be. Aren't you doing fine? Aren't you? Uh, you're doing okay, right? But they and, feel and like they, they feel like they you and the other people that are lower than than them are hurting the industry. Bottom line. Yeah. Or why do I think that? Or how do I? No, feel I'm saying that? that's what they think. So yeah. I, I mean, so but I like I say when I contact you, kind of like came and maybe it was joking, <laughs> maybe it wasn't, but. Little and bit then of I both. reached out to a bunch of people and I said, "Hey, well, have you ever?" And a lot of them have had conversations with you, and uh, they, you know, well, he's this. That. I said, "Well, why are y'all so worried about him? You maybe you need to. I mean, we all need to work on our sales tactics. Uh, just because somebody's lower, but I mean, like I said, I think it's kind of wrong what you do to saying that. Uh, you know, you don't have to spend all of this. You can, hey, but like you say, it's all about making a choice, and they're gonna, people going to spend what they want to spend. They're going to buy what yeah, they exactly. want to buy." So it's all about choice, but I don't think either way we should be attacking each other, you know, no. up, down, lower, higher. And I just really wanted to get, you know, your side of it. I saw your truck one day on the highway going down 635. I want to try to catch up with you just to <laughs> see what you look like. Because, I mean, it's just, I mean, guys get so upset when they see that 350 for four hours. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. And uh, and like I said, the, the I guess the best thing that I, I keep harping on is that, you know, there's room for everybody. And that's what I was getting at is when, if somebody personally was to call me or to contact me or through Facebook or, or message me or text me or whatever, that's usually the same thing I'll ask them is that they will come at me and I'm like, um, the, you know, it's, and, and it's usually from a really defensive 
standpoint, I guess, when they when they ask me, is they'll say, um, I'll ask them, I'll say, don't, aren't you busy? I mean, you're obviously you have a big company. I'm busier than you would ever think I am, or I have more business than I know what to do with. That's usually what they say. And I'll say, well, okay then. Well, then why are you worried about what I do? Why? Why? What oh, are you worried about? Maybe this both both sides should say, hey, look, I'm just trying to feed my family. You're trying to feed your family. My family doesn't eat as much as your family. Your family eats a little bit more than mine. They have a little. My family has Kia taste. Your family has Mercedes taste. So we should. We can all just exist in this market. And that's what I tell people is that it's a, uh, you know, if I'm never, I'm never going to talk a bride out of choosing somebody else if she wants to do that like you said if they, they're going to ultimately they're going to choose what they want to choose and in bride every bride if we're talking about weddings specifically they they all have their idea of what the perfect wedding is to them and whether that's spending a bunch of money on food or or having it at a destination wedding or something uh or if they don't care and they want to have it at just you know some gym and they want to hire a DJ to just blow it out and they just want to have a big party. Um, it's all relative, you know, it's a, and, and to tell them, hey, you should hire me because of these things. I can tell them why, I mean, like how much, how experienced, you know, I have, how much experience I have, what I can do, this is what I provide. I simply answer the questions, but I, I never put a hard sales pitch on anybody. I don't, full court press any bride you know so i i um i'm never gonna i'm never gonna do that to them and i'm certainly never gonna do that to a competing dj i would never tell them uh and and i i find that weird to say because uh, i mean if we're being honest i mean being i have never been in a business that was and i'm not talking about just the wedding business i'm talking about because uh, i know uh other photographers and i know uh, other bakers and caterers and stuff like that and none of them that I know are as hyper competitive and and to the borderline of of I, I wouldn't say jealousy but I don't I don't know what the the you know the bowing up I guess would be the way you know that they you're saying that, complaining about somebody not charging yeah, as much as they yeah have. or or just just the competitiveness of, of other DJs I've been in Facebook groups of DJs before and ultimately I just got out of the group because I it wasn't anything that they would say to me personally but I just kind of stand back and just watch them just just bluster over each other about how much better one person was than another and I'm like gosh you'd think this is like a east coast west coast rap feud or something the way that they act <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm just like there is no reason for everybody to be hating on each other like that i mean no it's it, absolutely it, not yeah so i mean have i had people reach out to me uh that were yes i can answer that here? yeah but but i've also had people reach out to me like hey um i was really interested in becoming a dj i don't know anything about it could you, you've been doing this a long time what could you tell me you know and i'm sure you've had that it's like a, oh, wait, yeah. we all have yeah or yeah. or you've been at a venue or been at an event where somebody some little kid comes up and just sitting there staring at you all googly-eyed because they you can tell right away because you had that same look in your eye the first time you saw oh, somebody yeah. going i want to do that that's like what i, I, say, I do. love it i love yeah. it every friday saturday night i'm driving home for a gig i turn on 94 nine and listen to uh the djs on there and that just that just blesses my heart because that's i probably wanted to grow up being really a mixed show dj or you oh, know, yeah. a personality but well, you got the platform it. you could totally do it what are you waiting yeah for? i love it but uh man is there anything you would like to get off your chest or say or just get to the masses or tell me tell us about you that you know, people would say, well, Sean is really not, I mean, you're not a bad guy. You seem like a nice guy. I wish I would have caught you that day so I could have talked uh, to you that day. No, you're good. I'm I, I'm not a bad guy. Ask my wife. Well, I'm not saying you're a no. bad guy. But let me, let me ask <laughs> no. you this, though. Let's, let's flip it. Do you think, so if you were charging what you're worth or you what you probably, what they think you're worth, well, that's no, that's nobody's business. Never mind. We no, won't even it's fine. That. If you, but if I don't you even think, know how to phrase it to say it, but because it's nobody. Maybe are then, you asking? 
then you would have to raise your prices or say what you think you're worth. And we don't want to do that because you're doing what you think you're worth already. Yeah, and I and I, I honestly, like you said, I'm what to see people smile on their face and to see people tell me as we all, you know, everybody wants yeah, to do, they do a good job that. and stuff like that. So um, I I'm fine with um, with the way that I do it. If I'm now it if it was my full time job, I probably doing it the way that I'm doing it right now. I would have to adjust. There's no way that I could live on working three nights a week um, or you know two or three nights a week or just a few times a month. Yeah, or, five, you know, or three. Yeah, three, yeah, exactly. So it's it, it's all relative. And I, but um, like I said, I'm I'm never going to personally attack, and I'm certainly not about to. So remember what I said now about the uh, you can get it cheaper. So just let that go and try not to do that no more because I think that's kind of attacking back. I hear you. But I mean, it's it's your it's your platform, but I really think that's kind of you know, hey, you don't have to pay all this money. Well, dang, why is he doing that? I, I kind of think that's shooting back at him too. Because if but then they shoot that back, is fair. and you that shoot back down at it. You know, well, he's cheap, so he's probably... And then that's another thing I think is wrong with this industry, too. Just because they're cheaper don't mean they're bad. No, exactly. And you that's know? the thing, is that... And, it, and if you... I mean, I, I've i not DJed that much outside of the Dallas-Fort area. Certainly not out of Texas that much. Um, I mean, yeah, there's Houston and Austin that you've gone down, maybe Waco or something... Uh, I think that's all those kinds of things. Get a, a wedding and, out of town somewhere. I, yeah, I watch a lot of stuff. I do a lot of reading and. But as you school. know, as you know, I mean, depending on what part of the country you're in, depending even in what part of the state of this state you're in, city. It's all yeah. City. It's all over the even the city. It, it's all over the place as yeah. far as what people consider to be. Hey, this is what uh, uh, you know. Like if I were to move to a smaller town. Um, well, you probably wouldn't have that much business, but then again, the average person, uh, and I say average, which you take uh, what the norm rate for most DJs would charge might be a lot smaller than what you know, a bigger market would, would command, you know? I'm sure yeah. like in New York City, you know, the, the average DJ probably costs a lot more, but so's the cost of living up there, you know? So it, it is all relative. What what some what people consider to be affordable and what people's budgets are. And I'm never, I'm real quick in our group to tell people um, because we've had, you know, brides that, God love them. They have no clue because this is their first wedding. They've never done anything like this before. They never put a budget together. And so they honestly ask a question like, hey, or they'll say, I have a budget of X amount. And so people are saying, well, you need to expect to spend this much on this, this much on this, this much on this thing. And I'm like, hold on, why are you? And then so people get on there and they'll basically say, well, if you're not spending such and such, uh, you can't even have a decent wedding, meaning the total amount. And I'm like, hold yeah. on, hold on. You can't tell people what they can spend their, you know, how much they, what if that's all they have? You know, what if it, what if they have their parents or God love them, they themselves, they're, they're stuck with having to raise funds. But or they're there. I'm, I'm fully, I get that. They're yeah. there. But those are the, there's ones that have that 100,000, 1,500, you know, big Ooh, wow. Yeah, so, I know. know but you That's see what I'm saying? It. So you can't you can't say that. So they're all over the place. And, I, and like I say, I even get mad at myself because I feel like we charge a decent rate. And I go and I know the flowers cost more than me. You, you know what I'm saying? So and I know you've had that happen to you. Too. Yeah. And those and those flowers die. That's the yes. part. Yeah. And they're not going to say one thing. They're not going to welcome anybody in the room. They're yeah. not going to make anybody dance. They're going to just sit there and look beautiful. But I mean, mm -hmm. I understand. But. Let me see. So is there anything, and as we get ready to close this up and wrap it up, and I really want to thank you for being the first person on my podcast, because I say, this will probably get a hundred listens because everybody... A <laughs> hundred? Wow. Well, I mean, I'm not that big. I'm just starting okay. out. I mean, no. but, you know, I'm just saying locally, I think every DJ that has ever wanted to say something or, you know, don't even know who you are, don't know what you look like, uh, anything. How they do. Yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, yeah. I think it's good because I wanted to hear your side. I wanted Sean to tell me why he does it. Somebody had told me it was before religious reasons. 
and all that. I do a lot of stuff for my church, all of that. I'm in. The, I served 20 years in the middle. So we all have a lot of different reasons, but I just wanted to hear from myself. I think, you know, they shouldn't be attacking you because if it was me, I would want everybody to know why I do what I do. Well, if that's the case, why not attack everybody that's charging $5,000? Okay, why are you charging $5,000 and we can't get that? Why, you know, something like that. Why are we not charging the person up here? It's just really weird. Like you say, it's just super competitive. I think some of the other things, photographers and other people are competitive, planners or things are competitive. Yeah. Not as, DJs are very egotistical. And yeah, that's where I was, I guess they want to control the room and they want to control everything. So it's, it's very, it's very, very interesting. But man, I really, really appreciate you taking the you time bet. to sit down and, and like Nobody I said, I'm gonna give you, you I'm gonna give you a couple, if you got anything you want to say, you know. Oh, without without shamelessly plugging myself, no. I, yeah, I give me like your. I, uh, make sure you give me your Instagram. I'm sure everybody knows because they've all probably my my, fa- my Facebook page, which is pretty much all that I have left. I've tried every, you know, like people say, why don't you have a website or why don't you have this? And I'm like, because none. Honestly, the Facebook page is what has worked the most for me. So, uh-huh. um, so it is facebook.com slash the boogeyman dj and uh it's easy to find uh, i'm easy to find um it's funny because i mean we could go on to all these other avenues about what you know content and all those things and 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 why don't you update stuff more and and, and copyright issues and all those things but that's not me um but that's where i'm at and that's where i can be reached and and i tell people i can be reached there uh, almost in an instant. Um, yeah, I so, know. I got you like yeah, that. Yeah. So I'm 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 readily available, and that's that's the thing is that I just try to make myself available uh, as much as possible. Um, and and I honestly will answer people's questions, like people whether it's you or whether it's brides that will call me and they'll say uh, or they contact me through Facebook and they ask me all kinds of questions, you know, or they'll ask mm-hmm. me what do I think about this person or that person um and not necessarily djs just other vendors or or things like that and so i just tell people i'm always i just tell them not me i'm honest i and i wouldn't never discourage somebody else um and so i but i but i will be honest and tell them what i think and and if they choose me great if they don't that's fine too and i'm 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 not gonna i'm not gonna live or die by by one or one that doesn't uh doesn't pick me you know i'm not going to go home and and cry about it uh or anything like that because there's plenty it's just <laughs> weddings and funerals there's those never going to stop you know so no 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 and- there will always be more of that so that and like i said my i always say um to to um to all of our dj buddies there are tons in all not just djs but all uh vendors uh, there's plenty of work to go around. There always will be, um, as long as we're all still here, and as long as everybody's still getting married, uh, or as long as everybody's wanting to have parties. Um, there's always going to be Absolutely. a need, a need for some, and and, and what, uh, you know, like the old different strokes. You know, what might be right for someone may not be right for some, um, but they, uh, it's in, and so there's room for everybody, and that's and that's I guess is my thing that I always tell people is. Um, it, it doesn't matter what their background is. Doesn't matter what they're um, if they're buying uh, their budget um, or somebody who's actually doing it in the field like we are. It, there's room for all of us, and there's no reason to to start you know getting in big uh, um, digital wars over over um, over competing over clients because that that train it'll never stop. No, so there will all, there, there will always be more. Yeah. So, so if someone tells you no, just, uh, just, just take. Hey, thanks, appreciate it. Just move on, and that, and that's a, that's a lesson for life. You know, not just DJing, but, um. So yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't, uh, I don't ever begrudge anybody for, for, um, for charging more or wanting to spend more or spend less or whatever. So. So that's uh, there's that's room for everybody we, out here in this exactly. And we you got know, we got plenty I, of room. Yeah, I wanted to tell you this. I really wanted to have you come to like one of our DJ meetings and sit down and do a one on one interview. But I think this was better because then you don't have to worry about everybody in the room judging you. So <laughs> I don't have to, I don't have to bring my brass knuckles or anything. No, 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 no. I mean, I, 
We just have to sell have better. To. We have to sell better. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, there are going to be cheaper brides out there, going to be cheaper DJs, and you just have to, you know, you have to have better sale tactics. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I Like I said, it just, uh, it's all about, and I do think that, I mean, there is room for even collaboration between DJs that charge different rates, you know, yeah. that they say, hey, um, you know, or somebody says, they may say, hey, I, you know, I'm not real comfortable with a budget that small, you know, I want somebody who charges more because it makes me feel more confident that, you know, I'm getting more from my, you get what you pay for. And that, I've heard that a lot, you know, or somebody that's on the flip side that says, no, oh, I just can't, I can't see spending that much. Um, and so if they reached out to you or me or somebody and they said they had this much to spend or if they had, you know, it, and ultimately I tell people, like I have a set amount of people that I know personally that if I can't do the event, I'll say, hey, contact this person because I know that I know them personally. So I know they'll do a good job. I don't know what they charge. I don't ask them. Um, yeah. But but uh, but I do know that they do a good job because I, I've seen them work. And so I'll I'll be more than happy to refer them. And if they charge more, I say I I can't. And I tell them I say I can't I I can't say whether they charge more than I do. Um, that's none of my business. But you can contact them, and I'm sure you'll be satisfied with them. If I can't if I can't uh, if I'm booked or if I can't do take care of what they need, you know. So um, like I said, it's a different strokes kind of a thing. So I Absolutely. I don't. Uh, I don't begrudge anybody. I don't either. Sir, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Episode sure one. Uh, we're going to episode I'll, one. I'll, I'll let you know when I drop it. Um, I, I just, I just, I just wanted to hear your side, man. And I really appreciate sure you taking the time, not being like, I'm not talking to that guy, you know, um, nah. and being the first guest on the podcast. Maybe I can come back, get you to come back for a round table or something. When sure I thing. do like five or six DJs, but and I'm definitely going to invite you to the group. If you come in, you come in. If you don't, I'm looking forward to it. No I way. It's called DJ Crosstalk. You can see it in the back. I'll um, find my, it. My back Send me an invite. Don't worry. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it, sir. Good night, brother. Good night.